segment number one of 2021. That was a nice transition. I know, right? Tim, it's been a month. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing better than what I was. And just so some of y'all know, it's like, where have they been? Well, not me, not me. Not not you. I've been at home. <laughs> I got the Rona. Oh, Tim. I did. You know what's funny? It's literally the last episode. If you go back and listen to it, I've gotten to listen to it like three times since then. Oh, yeah? Because I've been doing nothing. So, <laughs> literally, Tim, literally the last episode, he said, I don't know anything about the Rona. I don't care about the Rona. Did I say then, that? Yeah. Then <laughs> you get the Rona. Oh, no. <laughs> So good job, Tim. Good job. Oh, <laughs> fate had it, huh? As fate has it, man. Oh man. But other than that, how you doing, man? Good man. I'm still trying to get my the wind back underneath me to yeah. be able to talk like this for for an hour for a podcast. <laughs> so if you hear me going, <gasps> you know why? He's not running a marathon, guys. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to get me. I'm just trying to catch my breath. That's all. Yeah. Well, Tim. Let, let's talk about the final thing of college football. It is officially over. Yeah, we we got to talk about because we didn't even get a chance yeah, to really break down nope. the playoffs. Honestly, I think that Clemson Ohio State game is what really made me sick. Really? Yeah, oh, just man. having to watch that. You know, just <laughs> I, I think that instantly gave me the Rona. Man, just That's because a, it's it, a heartbreaker. Yeah, it's honestly, honestly, <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this might be a good thing because if Ohio State did that to us. Not of Alabama. Imagine what Devontae Smith would have done. Yeah. And that terrifies me. Be like, you know what? I think we dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> because our secondary. I will agree with that. Our secondary in that Ohio State game. Let's call it like it was. It was flat out trash. It was. I, I will it's hands awful. down agree and with that. I will flat out. I'll, I'll give it to Justin Fields. There were some throws, man, that were just absolute dimes. Okay? But there was a lot of throws that it was just all you had to do was just not overthrow it or underthrow it. Just just throw it there. Yeah. And it was it was right it was there all night. Yeah, I remember he had that one long pass play for a touchdown to the end zone. I don't remember I think it was like a fifty something yard mm-hmm. yard touchdown where literally he just it looks like he just lobs it up and he just puts it right in the hands of his receiver. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is just too easy for Ohio State. Oh, we made it look super easy, and I'm like, it frustrated me the entire game I'm watching, and I'm like, where is our defense? I thought we had a decent defense. Yeah. I'm like, I know we're young, especially on the on the D line. So pressure, so pressure. I knew we weren't going to get a ton of. Yeah, but I thought our secondary would be a little bit better than that. See, and I was like, when Skowski went out, I was like, you know, it shouldn't be that much of a problem. But even when Skowski was in. Ohio State was a problem, and they just could not stop Ohio State's offense. Where I, I this is what I heard yesterday. So William Quackenbush, he's the guy over there at the Roar. He said yesterday Clemson's offense is just so one-dimensional; it's too easy to predict. If you knew anything going into this game, you knew exactly what was going to happen. You're going to feed the ball to Etn because you don't have anybody else on the outsides who are going to get past the defender and make a long play. You're just not. Uh, the, the best receiver you have is Cornell Powell. Is Cornell Powell be, just because yeah. uh, his route running ability, but still he's, he's not going to burn anybody. Yeah. And I love Amari Rodgers. I, I, I don't think he, he has what it takes to be that guy that's just going to run through everybody exactly. like Devontae Smith is. Yeah, and so that was the problem there. So now all you have to do for Ohio State is lock up Powell 
and ETN. That's mm-hmm. the only two guys on the field you really got to worry about. And then you got to force Trevor. That makes Trevor Lawrence go, okay, they're covering ETN. They're covering Powell. Who am I going to go to now? And it was kind of a hard choice because – And Trevor still really kind of had yeah. – he had a pretty good game. He, yeah. And he threw for 400-something yards, had three touchdowns, one pick. Now I know some a lot of those yards were in garbage time. Yeah. I know, understand that. But we, we, right now we got to talk about J- Justin Fields. And yeah. I, 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 I wanted to talk about that game. Okay. Not, not just because we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but because there's some controversy brewing. Because I don't know if you've heard, Ben, there's a new head coach in Jacksonville. Oh, Yeah. And Jacksonville is the number one overall pick. Urban Meyer is now the head coach of the Jaguars, and he coached at Ohio State. You know, Justin Fields, quarterback at Ohio State, but he helped bring he, Justin Fields. He to helped Ohio bring him there, but he never coached him in a game. Yeah. Would Would Urban Meyer dare take Justin Fields wow. over Trevor Lawrence? You know the way he looked against Clemson. And that was the national championship game? I'd say, yeah, absolutely. But you saw really the flaws of Justin Fields in the Alabama game when he played an incredible defense. Exactly. And my thing was, as you knew at the beginning of the year, Alabama really didn't have a good defense. But Alabama must have took some really good film study from the past couple weeks and their only seven games that they've played. And... Found out really what Ohio State did all the time. They knocked out their running back early in the game. Second string running back didn't do much really after that. Then it forced Justin Fields to throw the ball, and he just could not find his receivers for anything. And Alabama basically just played lockdown defense the rest of the game. And kudos to Alabama's defense. Unbelievable. That's their best game all year, hands down. Yeah, for sure. And 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 people want to talk about that game against Clemson, and I'm sure fine. But other than that, it, he looked he looked decent against Penn State early in the year. Yeah, but that was it. Other than that, I don't remember a performance. Indiana I mean, when he came back and tried to win it. I mean, he, he looked, still threw he three picks. Good. Yeah, I, yeah, he still threw three picks. That was in the first half. The second half, he he looked pretty good. So, also, they almost came back on him too. Yeah, but it, it's not enough, from my opinion, in order to take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence. And yeah. here's why. Okay. If you take Justin Fields over Trevor Lawrence and Trevor Lawrence becomes a sensational talent for wherever he goes, and Justin Fields, is, even if he's okay, you're going to hear about it, and especially if Justin Fields is a flop. I don't think he will be, but but if, if he is, yeah, you're you're going to be on the hot seat very, very, very quick. Yeah. And I guarantee you that's not what Urban Meyer wants. Well, the other thing is, is go back and look at talent-wise, these top quarterbacks that have went into the NFL. I mean, go back the past couple of years. I, I know Baker Mayfield has turned things around at the Cleveland Browns, but look at his first couple of years. You thought he was a bust. Johnny Manziel, go back that. I mean, sure, he went to the Browns, but you got to find a good team that fits what – kind of quarterback situation that you're willing to go into so if you're willing to throw the ball around Justin Fields is a great guy for your offense hands down but if you're looking for a guy that may be like a mobile quarterback uh, can run on the top sometimes he'll be okay not great but if you're really just looking for an option guy like speed power option he's not your guy Trevor Lawrence would be your guy for that where you could throw the ball um, 
spread the ball out a little bit and run it as well. Trevor Lawrence would be that guy. I don't know what Urban Meyer is going to run down there in Jacksonville because uh, he hasn't hired any coordinators as we know of right now. Um, but I think he's going to run something similar to what he did at Ohio State. And it would be a good fit for Justin Fields because that's what Ryan O'Day has ran at Ohio State the past couple years. So mm-hmm. it would work for Justin Fields to go down there, but a better choice, in my opinion, not saying it's because I'm a Clemson fan, I'm not, and Tim can testify. I uh, am, and I, I'm a Clemson fan, but Ben is not. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence would obviously be the better pick here Yes, because of the fact of the way he's played, but he's also got to have a good offensive line behind him as well because you saw how that affected him this year. Yeah, it, Clemson's offensive line – it, when Clemson's best ever offensive line, according to Dabo Sweeney yeah. in school history, was when Trevor was a freshman and they won the national title and yeah. they swamped everybody. Yeah, that, and that, I believe it. It, it, it. You finally you give them an offensive line for ETN and those guys to run, and those guys were great. It's game over. Right. It, it, it was not even a contest. This past year, they didn't have that. You know it, what it else they the didn't have that I've realized? not quite as good, yeah. They didn't have tight ends. Clemson's tight ends this year, I, I cannot even tell you anything that, that was about them. I was thinking Braden Galloway was one of them that everybody was talking about. Like, I don't know if you remember. He was the guy yeah. that was suspended a couple years ago. He, he was supposed to have a breakout year this year, and it just never happened. Because I, they Early in the year, they kind of utilized them, I guess, against the, like the lower competition. But towards the end of the year, you almost just did not see them use the tight ends at all. Yeah, and it's like they didn't even use the middle of the field really either much at all. It was either to the outside or you're throwing it over the top for a receiver to try to come down with it. Mm-hmm. It's never in the middle. And that's where the tight ends got to play in the big production part is because if you don't use the middle of the field, then it's just going to tell the corners, hey, just go to the outsides, play mm-hmm. to the outsides, or just play man-to-man like because you could lock up with these guys easily. So – you're, like I said, Clemson's offense this year was so one-dimensional. It was so predictable. You're surprised that some of these games weren't closer than what they already were. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've realized. And, but, and they've got a bright future because that yeah. defense is super young. Yeah. I mean, you got Brian, Brian Brissie, Murphy. Those guys were true freshmen this year, and they showed signed. They showed flashes. And the good I'm thing, looking forward to when, especially when those guys are juniors, man. When DJ is going to be a junior, when um, Brissie going to be junior, Murphy's going to be a junior. Some some of these kids, man. I'm telling you, in two years, and this this next year, it'd be interesting what they look like. But in two years, these guys are going to be special. It's going to be great next year because now they've have a receiver that is guaranteed good. Justin Ross coming Justin back. Justin Ross is returning. Man, I was so happy to see that. Not just because I'm, uh, I'm a f- oh yeah, I'm the fan. Just because of man, it didn't. It didn't. We weren't even certain if this guy was going to play again. Yeah. And the fact that he's going to be able to resume his career, I'm so, I'm so happy for Justin Ross, man. And I just hope he comes back and plays like a boss this year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm looking forward to it, man. Him and DJ. Man, and you know how DJ already loves to sling the ball. He's not a guy that wants to run the football all the time. He wants to throw it, so it's going to be a he's great. He's also a pretty dead good runner. Yeah. You wouldn't think it, but he's 250. Yeah. I mean, he's like a Tosh Boyd dude but, but, running but, the football. But better. Yeah. <laughs> Just overall so, better. 
Man. But Alabama, let's talk about them a little bit. Yes, the national champions. Nick Saban got his seventh title, sixth at Alabama. Man, everybody, when everybody thought, oh, Saban's you know, needs to hang it up, whenever because two years they can't ago win a national championship yeah, again. They got slaughtered by Clemson, and then they couldn't lost ma- to LSU last year. Make it back, lost to LSU, and then then lost to Auburn at the end of the year. It's like, oh, the Nick Nick Saban might be time for him to hang it up. Then he comes out and goes thirteen and zero and wins a national championship. You know, and n- neither one of those games in the playoff were particularly close. Yeah, you know what's crazy. I saw the stat. Nick Saban's every single recruit has won a national championship at Alabama. Yeah. Wow. And you think about now, it. Yeah. Think about that. Because it's rare for them to go about f- rare for them to go f- four full years. Yeah. Without a title. Well, just think about this. You go in to a kid's house as a recruit, and you go, "Hey, you come to Alabama, I can guarantee you at least one national championship because I've done it with every single other recruit." You're going to get at least one ring. Sell, that sells me right there. If I'm a high school athlete, I'm like, hey, I want to win a national championship. There's two things about me that sell him. What, one, what you just said, and then also the number of how many players he's had that have gone in the first yeah, round of the draft. That's true. That right there is like those two things you can see and understand why Alabama's got the number one, and just wait number after one this recruiting year too. class this yeah, year. Just wait after this year, too. Because you're going to have a lot of these guys that he had on his team this year go in the first round. Mm-hmm. Hands down, Devontae Smith. Oh, yeah. Devontae Smith's going to go. Do you think Mac Jones is a first-rounder? I do. Honestly, I'd love to have him in Carolina. I could see him going in the first round, if not second round at the latest. I don't think he's going after that. Mm-hmm. I think he's going second round, early second round. If you give these guys round. playmakers, just I mean, Alabama, he had plenty of playmakers, obviously, with the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. But and this guy throws an exquisite deep ball. Yeah, I mean his, he does. his deep ball is just wow. That 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 that's it's perfect. And I, he I, reminded me so much of AJ McCarron. He really did, but yeah, better. Sorry. But better. Now, do you, what based off what you're saying is it almost sounds like he's going to be a backup quarterback. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm not going to. Well, going in, mm-hmm. depending on where he's going, like if he's going to Carolina, he may start. He probably would start behind Teddy Bridgewater. Behind? Yeah. Okay. I think he gives Teddy Bridgewater a run for his money, and at the middle of the year they swap quarterbacks just I like they did over there in Philly. That. I'd hope earlier yeah. than that just because I, I, I saw what Teddy had. Now, now, to be fair, Teddy Bridgewater, we don't know what he would look like with Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Uh, and that is fair. But from what what I saw. Just nothing shocked you. or I, mean, I think eh. the guy from the XFL, you got to help me remind P.J. Walker. Yeah. He was better than Teddy Bridgewater. At times. At, there were other times where he, he threw some interceptions that you're like, hmm. And plus he had the defense whenever he played. He pitched a shutout yeah. against Detroit. So that that, that, that helped him. But yeah. I, honestly, I think he'd be a good fit in Alabama because we have similar receivers to what he had at Alabama. Yeah. We, we've got D.J. Moore, Curtis Samuel. I can't remember if Robbie Anderson was a one-year deal or not. I can't remember, so I don't know if he'll be coming back. But we've got these speed receivers for him that he's already accustomed to using. So I mean, I think I think it'd be a good fit. Yeah, I think it would be too. I just trying to think what other team would really he'd sit well with. For what? San Francisco, maybe. Maybe San Francisco. That's not a bad one. That would be a decent one to look at. Yeah, it could definitely um, be San Francisco. Um. I wouldn't say Washington. I don't think Washington's a good fit for him. 
just uh, I don't see enough talent I surrounding. I mean, I don't know. Scary Terry and yeah, Terry McLaurin would be a really good fit for him. Yeah, if 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 Terry's healthy. Um, yeah, that's that was my problem. Mm-hmm. If he's healthy, um, but they don't really got anybody. I mean, they got these running back, mm. and then they have a great defense behind him. So th- yeah, I mean, they got an incredible defense. Don't get me wrong. I mean, but honestly, I, I I respect Heineke, but if he can ball out, keep him at quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean, you can keep him, but I I don't think he's the answer. Yeah, but if he can ball out, I think anyone <laughs> that you put out there with some kind of talent can ball out with that team. Yeah, I think that just really kind of showed that you know Dwayne Haskins really wasn't the guy. Yeah. In my opinion, I think he could win in Washington. I think he could win in Carolina, San Francisco. I mean, I think that's not a bad pick. Yeah, but we'll certainly see. That it looks like they may be trying to move on from Jimmy G, but we shall, shall certainly see. Yeah. So and so, I, I didn't get your thoughts on Urban Meyer. I don't. I don't Urban know. Meyer. Yeah, is good hire for Jacksonville, or eh? Honestly, with the people that are out there in the coaching carousel, I mean, I don't. It looked like Eric Blimamy. I think that's how you say his last B-enemy. name. Bienemy. Excuse me. I think like everybody wanted him as mm-hmm. their next head coach because of everything that he's done for the offense at the Chiefs. But it looks like he's not willing to leave the Chiefs. No, no. It, honestly, people are saying that he's tanking his interviews. Yeah, that's, that's what I've heard too. Right, that's what I, I'm like. What's going on? This guy seems like he'd be perfect fit. Teams and it for like, a lot of places. interview process looks. Like. I think like I really said this at the beginning. I was like, man, he'd do really good at the Falcons. He's already got a ton of talent there. You know, he wouldn't have to really do much unless he wanted to go find another quarterback that would replace Matt Ryan. Because I know with Mahomes, it's a guy that can do both. Matt Ryan is not a guy who can do both. Right. So I was thinking maybe he'd go and get somebody in the draft and maybe compete with Matt Ryan to make. Matt Ryan solidify himself as QB one, but now they bring in Arthur. Uh, golly, yeah, the dude Arthur, from Tennessee, yeah, the offensive coordinator from Tennessee. I, I don't remember his name, but anyway, long story short, uh, I think Urban Meyer probably the best hire you're going to get for Jacksonville, hands down. So, you see, I do have my reservations just because of there hasn't been a whole lot of college coaches. Yeah, that too. to succeed, but. W- when I look at it like this, man, he ha- he did have health problems. I know people make fun of that, but you can see it sometimes on the sidelines where he, he took losing so personal. Yeah. It affected his health. And you, uh, even, you can even see it on the sidelines like, what is up with this dude? Like, what's going on? The well, th- thing is, when you're at Florida, when you're at Ohio State, you lose one or two games a year. I heard someone explain this best. You're in for, you're in front of board of trustees, donors, about explaining what went wrong. In the NFL, you lose two times, you're the one seed. Yeah, <laughs> for goodness sakes, pretty much, you're fighting for that one seed. You're the one or two seed. Yeah, so, uh, Rich, look so, at uh, so uh, the whole entire NFC's. Oh yeah. So. Oh my, my goodness, you, you could go, you could go, you <laughs> if you went eight and eight this year, you could have won the NFC's. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, that right there. Now, is he going to be able to accept that fact? I don't know. And be able to handle losing, at least in the first couple of years with Jacksonville, because you know, there's a reason they were 1-15 this year. Yeah. Could, could, could he handle only winning four games a year? Can he handle that? Or with all with the, with the pressure being off, will he be able to, to relax and actually be, uh, be able to coach football and just win? Who knows? I mean, we shall I see. hope he does good, but you never know. I mean, he could be a great fit. 
go get a couple good draft picks and maybe be four and twelve this year. Maybe. <laughs> Basically, do what the Panthers do. Just yeah, about pretty every much. year. Ever since Cam, ever since the glory years of Cam Newton, that's Man. basically what it is. R.I.P. Cam Newton. Okay. Well, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We got, we got some stuff to get to, man. It yeah. was in the world of basketball. Yeah. Uh, it's been a while. It has. So. All right. Ever, stay tuned. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for listening to the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple Music, or even on Anchor FM. Absolutely. Each and every week we talk the hottest topics around college football, NFL, college basketball, NBA, MLB, and so much more. And make sure if you guys aren't and you want to contribute to our podcast, make sure you hit that subscribe button. And any kind of donation on Anchor would be greatly appreciated. Yeah, so thank you for listening, and we greatly appreciate it. Welcome back into segment numero two. Numero dos. I, I like saying numero two. I don't know. I don't. I, Why? I don't know. Half Mex, half half Spanish. You half almost English. said half Mexican. I almost did. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Wow. Well, it's Spanish, hey, guys. Hey, it's just Spanish. so y'all know, when we're recording this, this this is <laughs> early in the morning, and I'm going to see one of my friends later today. Yeah. And he's his family is Spanish. His is, Hispanic. Yeah. And they're from Mexico, and so that was on my mind. Oh man. I don't know. Uh, I was hoping you'd let that go. <laughs> Man. Oh. Anyway, you're not, we're not here for a, a Spanish lesson. We're here to talk a little sports, and for this segment, we're going to talk some basketball, and we're going to start with some college basketball. Let's talk about your Clemson Tigers. Who'd have thought they're the highest-ranked team in the ACC? I know. It's a miracle. Who thought at this point we'd be talking Clemson? <laughs> who thought we'd be talking Clemson basketball? Right? Yeah. Basketball's like... What? <laughs> it's it like, yeah, football, fine. But basketball's the, uh, basketball's the best team in the ACC? Clemson, wow. no. That's how you know we're in the middle of, of some weird stretches of the year. You know, 2020 and now 2021. Think of this Telling stat. 2020 to hold my beer at this point. Think of this stat. Clemson basketball has less losses than Clemson football do, did. It's true. They only have one loss. Only that, one that loss. That was Virginia Tech at, on the road. How crazy is that? Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thunk that? Who would have thunk? Who would have thunk? Thompson <laughs> sits at three and one in the conference with a legit chance to to be atop the ACC. Now there's still plenty of games to go. Yeah, and they have a big time game tonight. Yeah, they do. Huge game tonight. Yes, against 16th ranked Virginia at home. Praise the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because you want to get the Cavs at home. Yeah, you go on the road. I know. E- even in a year like this, I'm. There's still where, fans there. Okay, yeah, guys. But it, you know, you don't ever want to go to Virginia because yeah, they make life miserable as it is for you on off. This game tonight could be the first team to fifty. Yeah. It I really can see could. That. I can see that because both teams are very stingy on defense. Well, go if back. If I'm not mistaken. Clemson might even have a better dis- 
statistic uh, points per game allowed, better they might have a better uh, defensive stats than Virginia does. I think at this point, Just, I, it's it's close. I know it's very close, but man, the, these two teams know how to play some defense, and we could be in for a low-scoring, just physical fight tonight. Yeah, definitely. I think one of the things that I realized the other day was when they played NC State and won in overtime. Yes. I think the biggest part of that game was them playing at home and having that slight home court advantage. I the fans we were, were into it. Yeah, the fans were into it late in the game. So I think this could play a factor as well. Even though there's not as many fans as there have been before, I oh. think the fans still play a factor into these ball games. If, so, if the Rona was not a thing, Little John would be, would be absolutely packed. rocking yeah. tonight. Yeah. And I, 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 that part of it sucks. But you know what? We still got a great game tonight. We got a fantastic game tonight. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to it, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Uh, I think. Top 10 Clemson basketball. <laughs> He's still trying to comprehend. That has been almost a decade <laughs> since I've even said that. <laughs> I remember last time I think they were in the top 10. I think I, I was in, mm, what was I? I was in seventh grade. Good night. I was in seventh grade. I was wa- and I went to a game with Jeff Teague playing for Wake Forest. Wow, yeah, and that was when Wake Forest was number three. Jeff in the Teague's country. about to be retired in the NBA. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you don't know, that's yeah. how old mm-hmm. Jeff Teague is. Who? Does, oh my gosh! And Wake Forest was number three in the country. The game I went to, yeah, Clemson was. Was Chris Paul 10. playing for them too? No, at that point, no, 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 no. That, no we, that, that was a few yeah, years before. Uh, yeah, that. I, I was just making sure. I, I want to see how old you are, Tim. <laughs> Okay, all right. Okay, look, this was like 08, okay? This was, okay. It okay. wasn't that long ago. Yeah, it's not that long ago. Okay. So For some people, it was that long ago. Yeah, I thought so. you were about to ask, like, was, you know, <laughs> was Tim Duncan playing? I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> he was not. That's what I was about to say. Tim, you remember that? I'm proud of you. <laughs> all Man. right. But, I mean, you look, the ACC this year has just kind of fell to a downfall. And I don't know if it's like wait 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 a minute, Clemson leading the ACC and the ACC is in downfall. Yeah, yeah, that's about the only way that that, that would happen. <laughs> that's about the only way that would happen. Because you look, Duke is number nineteen. When's the last time they were like not in the top ten? Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. When they lost to Mercer, that was probably the last time. Oh, yeah. They- <laughs> Man, this whole year, I, I'm looking Golly. forward to, to, to this tournament more than I ever have. You, you know what? It's kind of funny. I was reading, again because you know, I was studying Virginia a little bit on the previous games, and I looked at one of the headlines for one of their games afterwards. It said, most recent champ Virginia narrowly escapes <laughs> victory recent. over, like, Notre Dame. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we got to get it. We need to have a tournament so we can crown a champion fast because we yeah. do not, we do most not need to have. Champ. We do not need to have someone be referred to as most recent <laughs> champ. Please, for the love of all things, do not do that. So we need to get the, um, this tournament played ASAP, and it, which is going to be played in, all, in all Indiana. Indiana. Yeah. So I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to it. And there's a lot of t- there's some teams from this area that have a shot like like Clemson right now is projected as a three seed I, I saw in some yeah. area. some some areas is a four, but um th- that would be that'd be fun that'd be it'd be great honestly. Now the rest of their schedule is a little crazy. Well, I mean, yeah, you get Virginia at home tonight. Yeah, 
Then you travel to Georgia Tech, who's been off and on all year. It's like a hit and miss. You for travel them. to Georgia Tech. Yeah, you travel yeah. to Georgia. Tech. Whenever, every time we go to Atlanta, it's always it's weird up, up in the yeah. air. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's a hit or miss. Then you got Florida State, who was ranked at the time, and now they're not. Well, and they're trying to get back on track too. We, Clemson's already beat them by double digits, but that was at home. Yeah, now and, you got to go to we, Tallahassee. We, even last year, we beat them at home, but we got absolutely spanked. On the rear end by them at, at, at their place by like thirty, so I don't feel confident about that yeah. game there. Boston College at home, you, that's a good. They've been better game. recently. Yeah. They yeah. started terrible, but they've been a lot better and more competitive recently. Then you get Duke on the road. Obviously, even if there's n- limited fans or no fans, going to Cameron Indoor is scary. Yeah, Nor- uh, you host North Carolina, Syracuse, and Georgia Tech. In a three-game stretch, that's that's again that's a stretch where you need to win too. Yeah, uh, then you go to Notre Dame, Pitt, and Wake Forest in a three. That those the three, yeah, that's where it clearly drops off. Yeah, and then I say you, that and they'll go one and two. Then you host Miami, and then in March you host Louisville and Pitt to end the season regular. Could, season. could they potentially be the regular season champs? Uh, the ACC is that how crazy would that be? Hey, man. Not already dominating <laughs> football. Why not basketball? I mean, I could potentially see it. Really? That's crazy. Amir Sims is in. Oh, he's going to be an All-American. It, oh, my oh, goodness. He's on pace for All-American first team, in my opinion. When he dunked on an NC State player the other night, mm-hmm. I was like, just give him. Just give it to him. Just give it to him. And considering all things, um, P.J. Hall behind him. Yeah, a Dor- Dorman product. He's a freshman and he's pr- pr- playing pretty good. I'm looking forward to when that shoot. I don't think that kid's gonna take the full four years to be flat out special. Yeah, I really don't. I think he could be by his junior year. He could be like a Jerron Blossom type star. Yeah, I can see it. I can definitely. And I'm, I'm looking forward to it, man. And now I want to talk a little mid majors now. Okay. In the mid major top twenty five. I, I'm pretty sure you can guess who number one is because they're number one in the AP, too. Gonzaga. The Gonzaga. What's our mascot again? The Zags? <laughs> it looked, honestly, I don't really know what it is. It's a bulldog. It, it, That's what yeah, I'm literally like a, going to call it. But they don't call it a bulldog. It's like a zag. And people are listening to this podcast being like, they don't know. What are, the they, are, are they but- sure? About that? No. Where, where's I just that? thought I, mean, I don't I'm know if it. I'm like, what the heck is their mascot? Anyway, they're they're number one. Number two is so around our part. Not Furman. It's Winthrop. Winthrop is, is kind of surprising some people, man. I'm just saying they they beat Furman, who around this area, who's really good, who almost beat Cincinnati and Alabama on the road. Slipped up late in the end of both those contests. Should have beat Alabama, but anyway. Their mascot is a bulldog. Sorry. I had to go back and. That's not what they're called, that. though. But that's what it says. So Interesting. Anyway. Sourced by Google. Thank you, Google. <laughs> but yeah. I, don't be sleeping on the Winter Beagles, man. These four teams that I'm about to mention in the top four can be pulling off some upsets. Well, Winthrop's when it comes actually not even in the top 25. I know, but, the, but saying, I, they're I number do agree two with in the mid majors. Yeah. Yes. And they beat Furman, who, like I said, who really and truly could have had Cincinnati beat and should should have had Alabama beat. 
the game against Alabama, they were they were up by double digits for most of that game up until the late stages of the second half. And Alabama's not a bad team either. They're they're playing pretty well. They, they played Clemson pretty well for, and were, were had a lead late in that game against. Yeah. Them. So, and then Winthrop honestly stomped Furman. <laughs> they that Furman was never really truly in that game. Yeah. So Winthrop Winthrop could honestly pull some upsets when it comes to March. Okay. Number three is a for, is a former Furman coach led Drake. They're number three, and that they could potentially make some noise. And number four is the or is number four are the Furman Paladins. I'm like number four is the Furman Paladins. Yeah, I don't know. That just felt weird. They are the Furman Paladins, man. Who would have thought? You know, it sucks because that they're not gonna get a, an at large berth this year. But I feel like they someone from the the SoCon deserves. So I I feel like that should be a multi bid league. Yeah. People are gonna say no 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 no. I'm like yeah, I'm like have y'all seen that league? That league is year in and year out constantly challenging teams, for like the big boys and the the Power Five. Go back to Mercer and Duke. Well. That, that technically that was I think before Mercer joined the SoCon, but still the Mercer's in the SoCon now. So, yeah. And then Wofford, who made it to the round of 32 a couple years ago, challenged some big boys. Like I mean, they were right there with Kentucky, I believe it was for for the, for a good long while, like right down to the wire. Well, Kentucky ain't that good this year. So. Well, I'm talking about back back then. Yeah, okay. back when they were back actually when they good. were actually relatively decent. And so the SoCon uh, these years, man, has been. Honestly, good. It's been really good. I'm like East Tennessee State, Furman, Chattanooga's had some had some years in there. Wofford, and some other teams, man. That's just that are just so good. And, and year in year out, like teams like the Citadel are getting better. VMI getting better. I mean, this league really, really every game is 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 knockdown slugfest. And I hate and it pains me that it's only a one bid league. Yeah. Because I'm telling you, there's like there's three or four teams that could really truly give a lot of teams in the tournament a run for their money. Well, I think that's why it's so competitive, too, since it's only a one-team berth. You know, you you these guys are going to fight. Make sure they get that one spot in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. That's what makes it so fun to watch with these smaller teams where you can literally just fight and fight and fight and try to get into this NCAA tournament. I guess why it bothers me so much is that Furman hasn't been to the NCAA tournament in 40 years. Wow. <laughs> That's I guess that really truly was what bothers me. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I uh, I haven't really got to be up here long enough to know a lot about Furman basketball, but I know they're relevant. They're good, and they play really good basketball. So that's all. That's about all so, I know. So who are your favorites? I know Baylor's been really good. Yeah, Baylor's been really good. I I like Villanova. Villanova's always. They're they're always they're always up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Texas has really surprised me this year. Um, Shaka Smart finally yeah. getting his guys, yeah, to be up to to where lost to Texas, Texas Tech. basketball saw them being. Yeah, lost to Texas Tech a couple nights ago. Well, but them and Matt McClung. Yeah, th- those those. That's a good team. Those boys are good. Yeah, so they're ranked number fifteen. They moved up three spots um, since the last ranking. Um, I'm I'm just going down this list. I. Michigan is undefeated. I don't know why they're at seven. I guess it's just they haven't really played anybody. Probably, um, my guess would be something to do with COVID. Because I honestly haven't heard a whole lot from them in a while. Yeah, I haven't either. They're undefeated, though, 10-0. Um, so, 
they're relevant. I mean, that's the same amount of games Clemson's play. Yeah. Um, I think Clemson's a sleeper, honestly. I heard someone say, is it too early to project that this could be a Final Four team? And I'm like, whoa. What? I'm like, what just happened? We were talking about a year ago potentially firing Brad Brownell because, you know, this team. He couldn't do nothing with this team. And then all of a sudden the next year we're a Final Four. Oh, wait a second. Wait a second. (laughs) I take it all back. We're a Final Four team. <laughs> I was, I, I'm just like, you know, hey, I mean, if any team could do it, this might be the team, I guess. You know, so I so saw. I'm excited, like you said. I believe Clemson is sleeper, but they've got to be able to win some some of these games against some some teams that they usually don't win against in in the in, in previous years. Yeah, so it should be interesting. I I think a team, I think the SEC, it's going to be up between Tennessee, Alabama, and Mizzou for the SEC. And that league's good, too. The whole entire conference over there for the SEC is good, too. Could it be uh, better than the ACC this year? Because the ACC, honestly, I think the Big Ten. Not that good. I'll, I'll say the Big Ten is better than ACC and SEC this year. I think they proved that on the first night of the Big ACC Big yeah. Ten Challenge. Yeah. Now, hey, Clemson has run through them, but that's about it. No one else has really done that. Georgia Tech won their game. I, th- I think they went like 3-6. and six, Georgia maybe. Tech is so confusing because then they, they lose Georgia State and, and Mercer, Mercer. And then just show up out of the middle of nowhere. And then they, and be- they beat, Kentucky. beat Kentucky. I was like, well, what the let's heck? be real. Let's be real. Kentucky is not a good team. I know, year. but still, the fact that they're able to lose those, teams, those two teams and then beat, beat Kentucky. I, I don't know. I know. It, it, it doesn't make sense. I watch it and I'm like, I feel like basketball. What are we doing? Because basketball as a whole doesn't make and sense. And then you just go because on. just a couple years ago, we had a team that sounds like a YMCA, UMBC. Yeah, I, I'm like, it just all of a sudden come out of nowhere and, and beat number one overall seed Virginia. I, I don't Not know. In the middle of nowhere. No nowhere. Yep. <laughs> oh, don't that's you. college basketball. That is college basketball. Oh, I'm getting a headache thinking about what what about all the matchups. But you know what? I'm cheering up because March Madness is two months away. Yeah, and I'm looking forward. And hopefully, forward to it, man. Yeah, we can you, just enjoy it. That, in my opinion, is the best time of the year for me because yeah. it's March, like another holiday. Yeah, it, it, college baseball is is is. is Hey, they got up. their full schedule. Yeah, they have. They get college They're baseball playing going. Everybody. March Madness is going, and March is my birthday. I mean, it's just it's it's just all there for me. And then MLB's right around the corner. I'm like, this is the biggest time of the year. Yeah. I love it, man. All right, well, that's going to do it for segment two. Man, we got one more segment to do, man. One more segment Uno to mas. do. Uno mas. All right, well, we'll come right back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Hey everybody, just a quick reminder, make sure to follow all of our social media platforms on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, it's at the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Make sure you put an underscore after every single word. And then also on Facebook, just go ahead and type in the Ben Tim Sports Podcast to keep up with all of our updates and episodes coming up in the future. Now back to the Ben Tim Sports Podcast. Segment number three. Segment numero three. <laughs> numero three. Numero tres. 
Final segment of the show. Man. All right, man, this is your segment, man. What you got for us? The best and the worst things I've seen this week, plus a little bit more because Tim's been out for COVID. Yes. So let's bring back a good, uh, relevant person into this world. Uh, by the name There's of not Gra- many of those. By the name of Grace Allen. Oh, no. <laughs> so the Grizzlies were playing the Hawks a couple let, weeks I, ago. Let me guess. <laughs> Go ahead. He tripped Trey Young. Exactly. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't pay any attention to the news. I didn't see anything. I just went out of there and said, you know what? I'm going to say, because you're talking about Atlanta, I'm going to say he tripped Trey Young. He did. Sure enough, I was right. So then... Some people Trae never Young, change. Trey Young, <laughs> Young takes it to Twitter. He said, Dare I say you must be tripping about this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Trey Young, he says, Dang, tell me what y'all see. Slam my head. This has got to stop. If you don't know, now you know. And then <laughs> Grayson Allen responds, Dang, that must have really, really hurt. I'm so sorry. I hope you're okay. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> yes, that's a that's a real tweet. <laughs> hey, sorry for doing that thing that I did used to do all the time in college. And I even w- went screaming to the bench, crying like a little girl that I just did it, even though I, you know, we clearly just did it. Man, <laughs> that's all right. Do you have the clown music? We we need this. We need the clown music for this one. Let me find it. Yeah, because th- Tim, this one deserves the clown music. For it. Like, and you'll understand why when I say it. All right, I found it. Okay, go. (laughs) Florida coach Dan Mullen, after their game against Oklahoma. (laughs) These are his post-game quotes. (laughs) The last game this 2020 team was played 11 days ago. We didn't have to play. I thought our scout team guys did well. And this guy said, TJ Eckert from Twitter... At DJ Eckert, T-U-L. Didn't think it was possible, but his quotes are more embarrassing than his team's play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who I was out? Hear, hearing about that, and I'm like, dude, Dan Mullen is such a crybaby. <laughs> dude, I, I get it. You, you, know, you can't control the players that opt out to get ready for the NFL draft. Oh, my God. Dude, there's a reason why Dabo Sweeney got Clemson to where it is now. And that yeah. was earlier in the decade, this about 2010, 2011, he took the bowl game serious. There were no opt-outs. There were none of that and th- because they, he knew they were huge for the program. Yeah. And they were. It's Chick-fil-A bowl against LSU they, with a walk-off field goal. At yeah. The, game, and then beating Ohio State in the Orange Bowl. We're not going to talk about the West Virginia Orange Bowl. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that one. That's been erased from my mind forever. <laughs> but using all those bowls is up to build Clemson over time. Those bowl games were important to Dabo because it actually allowed for them to grow as a team and prepare for the next year. Yeah. You don't make excuses. Yeah. I've, I've learned a long time ago. Giving excuses only makes the person giving them feel better. Yeah. That's really true all it is. And it's not going to help. It's, it doesn't help anybody. It doesn't help the person giving them. It doesn't hurt the person receiving the excuse. Yeah. Just it. That's that's just the case. I've I've learned that and also expects a lot. And Dan Mullen, he while well, he's a great coach and he's gotten Florida back to back to being relevant. I I, I can't excuse this. Yeah. 
Alright, next one. Just imagine celebrating after you win a bowl game. You're celebrating in the locker room, you have a trophy in your hand, <laughs> and then you drop it. Yeah, yeah. Wisconsin. Oh man. Is going home empty handed after they appear apparently broke the trophy and shattered it after winning the Duke Mayo How Bowl. How dare you break <laughs> Duke's Mayo Bowl trophy? Go break the Hellman's Mayo. Go break that one. Go break the craft. Don't you dare. You better treat that Duke's Mayo trophy like it's your baby. How dare you? If you're dancing with that thing and then you drop it and it shatters? Yep. How dare you? That is Duke's Mayo. That originated here in Greenville. In the Carolinas. Man. I I, I have no words, man. That, that, those Wisconsin people, they, they, they don't know how to respect good mayo. <laughs> All right. This one's going to hurt a little bit, okay? Just you personally, it will hurt a little bit. Oh, no. I, I'm afraid of where you're going with this one. What if you rank a team in the coaches poll at number 11 and then they show up and beat the crap out of you. Dabo Sweeney <laughs> comes out and puts Ohio State at number 11 and then loses badly. <laughs> to let's Ohio hope. State. Let's hope. Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> I'm pounding this desk right now because I'm tired of that. You know better than that, sir. You know better than that. Teams used to do that to you, i.e. Oklahoma and Baker Mayfield, and you went out there and embarrassed them. You should know that you don't open your mouth. <laughs> don't open that mouth. Oh, they Man. were already motivated from a year ago. Yeah, they already had it all over the locker room and everything. Why did you need to throw? Uh, you know, I'm just going to take this, get this whole thing of gasoline and just dump it on the fire. I mean, dude, what? I'm like that. Devil, you know better than that. Don't do Man. that. And especially if you're going to do that, don't go out there and give up 600 yards of offense. Yeah. Give up six passing touchdowns to Justin Fields. Pretty what? much. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I'm like, look, he's, he said the right things. And necessarily, what was he wrong? I'm not saying, well, well hold on. I'm not saying he was wrong to ring him way he did. Okay. What, what, the, what I have the biggest issue with is how much he went. Yeah. <laughs> Beating that dead horse. <laughs> I'm like, okay, Dabo, we, we get, get it. it. Get out of the medium, get in that film room, and you better prepare. I don't care where you rank Ohio State. Okay, I don't care. Only people that are going to benefit from that are Ohio State. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind. I'm like, Dabo, I love you, man. You know, I've been here ever since I remember the, yeah, yeah. Yabba-dabba-doo. Whenever yeah. he first came to Clemson, people say, Yabba-dabba-doo. Yabba dabba I'm like, that's how long I've, I've, I've remember Dabo, and I appreciate what he's done for Clemson, man. But you know better than to talk. Yeah. Quit talking. <laughs> Go back to the Dabo that's tried to stay at the media. I know I know he's always kind of been in it because he's always done, oh, yeah. little low Clemson, they never want us to be here. And I'm like, stop it. I'm like, okay, I'm like, that, that was fine, 2014, 2015 and stuff. Hold on, I got to reset now, the music. Yeah. <laughs> but now it's just like, 
Okay, man. We get it. We get your point. Uh, Come on. I, I never thought I'd be playing clown music on Dabo. <laughs> but on Dabo, I, 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 I play it when it's deserved. Yep. And you deserve it. Yep. Let this be a lesson, kids. <laughs> Unless you know you can back it up, even then, talk when the game is done. Don't do the talking beforehand. Because you do the talking beforehand and you lose by three touchdowns and give up six touchdowns to the other team's quarterback. It looks embarrassing. <laughs> oh, it looks more than embarrassing. It's more than embarrassing. I mean, there's no coming back from it. Yeah. I know that, but they're going to be there next year. But the people are always going to make fun of him for this. Oh, man. Well, next one, just imagine being in a post-game interview after you lose. And one of the reporters says, I think that dude needs to shave your mustache. Oh, man. They're throwing salt <laughs> on the wound. This reporter obviously was on Zoom, wasn't muted, saying Trevor Lawrence should have shaved his mustache. Was this a female? Yes, it was a female. Well, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, sweetie, <laughs> I have a fiance. I don't care what you think. Move she on. don't care either. Yeah, I'm like, hey, she's the one that says she likes it, so I don't <laughs> care what you think. I get to go home with her, and I care what she thinks. I'm marrying that within the next year or so. Yeah. I don't care what your opinion is that mustache. <laughs> Even though I'm with her, that thing looked terrible. It, it did look terrible. I'm not going to lie. I, I'm, I'm like, I could grow a better one than that in, within a couple of days. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, but I'm like, if I'm Trevor Lawrence, I'm like, okay. I don't really care. But she, she was trying to throw salt on the wound. You know, if, if he's a single dude, that might have hurt a little bit. Yeah. You know, but he's got a fiance. Let's just say he better not care. <laughs> yeah. He better not care what she thinks. So, but yeah, throwing a little salt on the wound there. Even though I agree with her, but from Trevor Lawrence's perspective, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I got I got you know, I got an attractive female back behind me that, that, that I get to go home with. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. It's okay. She says she likes it, and that's all I care. <laughs> all right. Next one. What if uh, your coach has been there for five years at your school? Okay. And they don't want to compare him to the coach that was there before him. Okay. And you're like, oh, no, he's different. Well, Mark Rick's first five seasons at UGA, he was 52 and 13. Kirby Smart's first five years, 52 and 14. That's one less loss. And people still say Kirby Smart is not Mark Rick. Honestly, I thought you were coming at me there because that sounded like some girlfriends I've had. To be honest. But people are now saying, oh, no, Kirby Smart is nothing like Mark Rick. Nothing like him. There's the comparison, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. There is the comparison. I, I, didn't you get rid of Mark Richt because you wanted someone better? Yeah. And you find somebody that's almost. No, I get it. You were in overtime of a national championship game. You almost won it, but you didn't. So, and then you have this record, and they both have. Did Mark Richt? I don't think he ever won a national title. Nope. He? Yeah, and they have the he same won an SEC championship. Titles. So, mm -hmm. 2003. Won an SEC championship. And, and Kirby, Kirby Smart has won an SEC championship, yep. too. So, there's that. Yeah. There's just so many similarities. I and mean, you're supposed to be, you know, trying to do better. But you're so trying. far, been about the same. Yeah. Been about the same. So, this is 
a very, very interesting one. I love this segment. I know. I love this segment. I love this segment. This is the best way to end the show. The Saints and the Bears last week, they played on Nickelodeon. I don't know if you got to watch that. I did it. I wanted to so bad. I even went and looked for certain streams that I can't say where be. Because you know there's that, they're out there for like NFL games and stuff like that. Yeah. I look for unfortunately Hulu doesn't have Nickelodeon yeah, I know. live. And I was very frustrated. Yeah. I was very tempted to come to the radio station I work at here. Yeah. And watch it because they have they have Nickelodeon here in some of the studios. Yeah. But I was like, no, nah, it's not worth it. But, but, but I, I heard it was I honestly from the highlights I saw I, I looked pretty good. Yeah. Wims dropped a pass in the end zone. Somebody tweeted. Plankton, every time he tries to steal the Krabby Patty formula. I knew. As soon as you said Plankton, I knew exactly where you were going with that. I mean, you got to tie things into what you're watching, man, and that's what you can do. Were you a fan of it? It was very intriguing. I got to watch it at work. What, what I didn't understand was there were so many man. people that were hating on it on social media, and I'm like... I, I'll tell you why. I was, I was like, hey, hey, guys, just just a heads up real quick. It's not for you. <laughs> it's for the kids that watch Nickelodeon and the parents that want to watch football, but their kids want to watch, so, I don't know, something for kids. So literally, it was for them so that we, the parents could watch football. <laughs> I'm like, and by the way, forgive me if I enjoyed it. Because <laughs> if, 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 I'm 23 years old. Yeah. Forgive me if I enjoy it, because I, I grew up on shows on yeah. Nickelodeon and stuff. That reminds me of my childhood. Yeah. What's it to you if I like it? You know what the halftime show Stop was? Hating. You know what the halftime show was? Uh-uh. SpongeBob. Oh, I, I, I got to find this on YouTube or something. So, and then I think I think probably the reason why people have a problem with it is like after every penalty, a kid would come up and go, an offsides is da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And then he'd make a joke like, just like how I tell my sister that she doesn't need to come in my room. That's offsides. Like, you know, something like, uh, I, I, like yeah, Every once in a while, that'd but be like, kind of funny. But yeah, yeah, if that happened every time, that'd get annoying. Well, it happened every flag, and they have like a different, uh, different like end well, of well, segment to it. Well, they do have to explain it to some of the kids that they're trying they to Because they don't know reach. what they're, yeah. It's Nickelodeon, for goodness sakes. I mean, so. I didn't understand why people hate it. I'm like, and some people are like, I enjoyed the broadcast. And in the comments below, like, what are you, five? And I'm like, really, dude? So we we like something. And first of all, it's none of your business. <laughs> if it's legal, it's none of your business. Exactly. It's none of your business whatsoever. So get off me if I enjoy something. I like the SpongeBob in the field goal pose. What's wrong with that? <laughs> People say, oh, Tim, you're showing, showing your, your maturity level. No, I'm not. I, I enjoy something like yeah. that. Like, I, like it's reminds okay. me of my childhood. Yeah. People that hate on that, bro, should get this. You're a clown. <laughs> and you deserve this. That music Man. was for you. Yeah. You deserve that clown music because stop hating on SpongeBob. Okay? Him and his square pants never did anything to you. Okay? All right. This next one's a three-part. All right? Three-part. Three yeah. Part number one. Okay. The Browns beat the Steelers. Part two, Chase Claypool, he's on Instagram Live. Oh, this dude, I, I saw says, this. says, the Browns are going to get clapped next week against the Chiefs. I got then, something before we end up then, about that, actually. Kareem Hunt uh-huh. heard the Steelers talking and was at an autograph signing. 
signs an autograph helmet that says his name, obviously, and his number. Corvette, Corvette, Browns, 48, Steelers, 37. Clapped him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Man. That's funny. Oh, my god! Great job, Kareem. Good job. Well done. Good job, buddy. Well done. And I'm just... Well done. <laughs> you, you lost to, to the Browns. And they put up 28 first quarter points on you the most in NFL playoff history. And you're talking? Yeah. You're talking to the team that just knocked you out of the playoffs. Am I missing something? Yeah, I wish That's I had, all, yeah, I wish yeah, I had that. Yeah, that, that would have been accurate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. On Pardon My Take this week, they uh, had a uh, guest in Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet wants to return as the voice of college football's Video game, please bring it back. Ooh. I don't know what we want to do. What else you want to do? Ooh. This man has literally came out and publicly has said, "Let me be the voice of college football in a video game form." Who was the voice in the NCAA 14? Uh, I don't remember. Brad, um, Brad Nessler, Brad Nessler, Kirk Herbstreit. I thought, it yeah, was. I thought it was Herbstreit. Yeah. Okay, okay. Well, he was the color. Yeah. He was the color analyst. Okay. But he wants to return as the voice. I don't know if that means play-by-play. Play. I, think I don't know. I don't if, think it'll be the same thing as yeah. Woody Keller because that's what he does in yeah. the, the broadcast. So. so, but please, do, do bring it back. I think everybody in the nation that is a football fan wants that to happen. Yeah. They already have the college football revamp that somebody made a couple weeks ago. Yeah, and so. be able to you know do like a career and stuff and then be able to import it into, into the, the next year's or that year's Madden. Just like they used to do. Oh, that was so much fun. All right. Three more, and then I'm done. Joe Klatt. He works for Fox. His way too early top ten for college football 2021-2022. Number ten, Notre Dame. Number nine, North Carolina. I think I saw this. Okay. I think. Number eight, Miami. Okay. Number seven, Indiana. Okay. Number six, Iowa State. Iowa State? Okay. Yes. Number five, Clemson. I, that, that was the one yeah, I was very yeah, oh, surprised about. No, no, no. no. I, I'm surprised about who's number one. Number four, Ohio State. Uh, I remember his number one. Number three, Oklahoma. Number two, oh, no. Alabama. Number oh, one, that's right. Georgia. Georgia. What are you doing? I mean, I think what he's saying here, JT Daniels and company, with him as quarterback, they didn't lose. That's what that's what they're seeing. But now, they don't have a secondary anymore. They have no one in their I, secondary. I, 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 you're no preaching to one. the choir, buddy. But I, the fact of what you just saw with Bama, I know they're losing their quarterback, and I'm not so surely so sold. So, eh, sold. I'll eventually get that out on, on their new quarterback, Bryce, Bryce Young. Young. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sold on him, but I haven't seen him at all. I mean, we saw DJ play, you know, and, and hopefully that defense. He's yeah, you're gonna. We're getting Clemson's getting Skalski back. Yeah, right. They're getting K- Kendrick back. And then those boys on the defensive line are going to get a year older and a uh, bigger in a year. I'm just saying, Georgia leaping from a a six set. At, I think they ended the year at seven to one. Yeah, that's a big jump. Now I know Cincinnati's good, but like, come on, needing come a, on. needing a walk off fifty something yard field goal to beat Cincinnati. Yeah, and now they're number one. Yeah. Uh, not buying. I mean, hey, not buying. He's doing it. his job in the media and, and, yeah. and creating talking points. Yeah, certainly. All right, two more. 
Nick Saban has finally reached the stage in NCAA 14 Dynasty mode where you can dominate, oh. and it's not even fun anymore. So you start over with Wyoming. Yep. <laughs> and then you, you build it, try to build Wyoming as we say goodbye to the clown music. I don't want to play yeah. it again. Oh, it's okay. I don't blame you. <laughs> at just that point, you're just like, you know what? I'm going to go play with uh, – shoot, you even do a team like maybe bring in like a firm, like you import them into the game. Yeah. Do 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 or something like good night. No, no, you bring the you bring like a firm or you bring like an FCS team of some sort, and you. you and, and, I used to do. <laughs> I would put Furman in the ACC and then play <laughs> and then play the games, bro. Oh, I'd start with Georgia State because they were like the worst team. Like they had mm-hmm. like a sixty overall, and I'm like, I'm just gonna build them. Exactly. Make, make them but, win a national championship in their first year. Yeah. You put it on, or no? Is it all Americans the hardest? Yeah. One? I think all Americans. Yeah, all Americans the hardest one. And, and you do that, and you just build up, and you're like, you know what? I'm just going to sim the first season because it's just not worth the agony. <laughs> <laughs> and then you just recruit. I'm just going to recruit the whole. <laughs> just just the whole recruit, time. and then s- just just skip ahead. But it, but yeah, you're right. Nick Saban is to that point. Yeah. It, where it's just like, you know what? I won seven national titles. I've done everything I can do. And in the video game, you can't go to the NFL. And Nick Saban's already tried the NFL, and it did not work out. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, that's basically where Nick Saban's at right now. Last one, James Harden, obviously, if you haven't heard the news, went to the Nets. You know what? And Charles, <laughs> he's like, no, we got to. For James Harden, he, I, I can't. Yeah. <laughs> that dude. Hey, no, hold on, hold on, That hold on, dude hold is on. something else, hold bro. On. I did everything for my city. That's all I could do. My time is up. And now KD so has gone him. from the Splash Bros to Dude. the Dribble Bros. <laughs> oh, man. You heard it. Charles Barkley, man. That was hilarious. KD went from the Splash Bros <laughs> to the Dribble Bros. He entered audio. Oh, I wish I, I had that audio, but then I lost it. Which I, one? The, the Dribble Tri- Bros one. Oh, yeah. Because of the show yesterday we did, and, and I, I lost track of that. But, but yeah, Charles Barkley said that. And Charles Barkley said a lot of things, yeah. as he normally does. But th- that one took the cake. That that fantastic yeah. hats off to him. Ugh. Man. Just, I'm just thankful he's a better, he's a much better sports personality yeah. than he is a golfer. Man. That was great. Fantastic. Fantastic. Oh, again, my That's favorite it. show. My favorite segment to do. Yeah. Is Hands the, down. Basically, we should just start calling us the Clowns of the Week. Clowns of the Week. I, I'm for it. The Clowns, the clowns, clowns of the, the Week. week. <laughs> the Clowns of the Week. We're going to do sports clowns because we're not touching yeah. anything else. No, yeah, I'm not doing not that Not touching anything else with a 10-foot yeah. pole. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Oh, well, let's man. turn to yeah, clown music now yeah. because we got to get serious. we got to do a little NFLs because NFL playoffs divisional round. Yeah, just real quick, though. So okay. That way we we're can, already over yeah, on this last we're segment. Over. We, we, we had too much fun with this segment, man. We had way we had, we'll just do. I wouldn't picks. say too much fun because there's no there's no such yeah, thing. There's no such Unless thing. Unless you get arrested, then maybe there is. True. All right. Division round. Let's just do our picks. How about All that? Right. Bills and Ravens tonight at eight fifteen NBC. I told you, my team. <laughs> You, ju- you just sounded like one, like the guys on TV tonight. Yep. NBC tonight, NBC at eight <laughs> fifteen. Don't want to miss it. I learned it from Doctor Stevens. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, I told you my my sleeper team was the Bills. I got the Bills. Man, they're just mm-hmm. they're firing on all cylinders. After the last time 
we talked. They have just been on fire, and no one has been able to stop them. I love the Bills. I'm taking the Bills over the Ravens. I got to take the Bills as well. You know, I, I hate to agree with you, as you know, but but you know what? I I, I got to take the Bills, man. I, I respect Lamar Jackson. He finally he got off the snide last week with with the road victory over the Titans. But ah, in Buffalo, man, it's 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 gonna. It, I think there's a chance of snow. Happening. Yeah. I don't. I don't think Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson has, has he said, said he's never he's played. never played in. Now it. I think the way he he plays, honestly, that would probably fit better for him in the offense. Because you know to, to run, run the, the ball. ball. Yeah. yeah. But man, him passing the ball is going to be interesting. So yeah. and, I, and I think it's just going to be too much of a factor. And I think B- Buffalo comes out on top. Rams Packers. This one's tough because the Rams defense and I, I, we've seen in the past great well, are great they without defense. Aaron Donald this that's, week. That's true. But the great defenses are the ones that usually play play the best in the playoffs, right? They're the ones that usually play the best. Yeah. And they're going up against a really daggum good offense tonight. But I Jalen Ramsey, man, he's going to sh- – I, 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 They're going to put him on Adams all oh, yeah, night long. That's going to be the matchup to watch, Devontae Adams and Jalen Ramsey. I'm sorry. I don't think he – I, I, I love Jalen Ramsey. I think he's a great corner. I just I don't think he's going to be able to just shut down Devontae Adams all night. Yeah, I could be wrong. I could very well be wrong. But I I, I can't see it. There's yeah, no, I don't see it. He were like, well, he shut down DK Metcalf. No one saw coming. Well, I mean, to be fair, that, that Seattle offense had been sputtering the last yeah. few weeks. They'd been winning because you know, their talents, the, the stuff is just better than the other teams. But they haven't looked great doing it. And I think DK Metcalf is is just a easier matchup for Ramsey. I, I, Devontae Adams, I feel like it's just going to be is, is going to have a decent game in this one, and if that's the case, I don't. I think the Packers win this one. Yeah, I got the Packers as well. I think just Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams, they're just going to have big nights tonight. So I'm going to go with the Packers. All right, Browns Chiefs. This one, I'm letting you go first on this one. It's very interesting because I I think the Browns have a ton of hype and momentum coming into this game, where. The Chiefs, they can literally win at the snap of their fingers. And it's going to be, I think it's going to be closer than normal, but I still have the Chiefs. Okay. You know, I And you I said this matchup. You've said this, you predicted this matchup. I told so, you it's coming. I, I, I told here people. Here we go. When I, I filled in as producer of the Rob Brown show a few years ago, I said, I think the Browns, honestly, are the toughest matchup. And yes, I know the Bills exist, are the toughest matchup remaining in the AFC. Yeah. Only because I th- the way they run the football, they are able to match what Mahomes and company can do on offense. And guess what? They can run the ball, so therefore they can eat up a lot of clock. And if they can score touchdowns and by taking half the quarter off, all they have to do is stop Mahomes one, one or two times. And I think that they have a chance. And you know what? I caused quite an uproar. You know why? Why? Because I'm sticking to my guns. Okay. I'm taking okay. the Browns, baby. You know what? What was that freezing cold take that I had earlier? Oh, sorry. I said Tennessee over Florida. This could be that. <laughs> this could that be this. Could be it this right could be there. this. But you know what? I said it several weeks ago. I said they're the biggest threat to the Chiefs, and I'm going to st- stay by that. All right. I'm picking the Browns in an upset, 35 to 31. 35-31. Let's see how that lasts tonight. And then the it Bucks. may last about a quarter. <laughs> it, it, it very well could. The, it'll, it'll, if the Browns survive the first quarter, look out. Hey, yeah, because they scored twenty eight on the Steelers in the first quarter. So, well, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, who knows? If, but they're gonna have to withstand that the um, 
Patrick Mahomes and company. Yeah. So this could be very a very high scoring game. Also, like don't be surprised if 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 one team's in the fifties and the other team's in the forties. I'm just don't yeah. be surprised by that either. But All if the Browns right. are to win, they need to have they need to play ball control tomorrow night as well. Bucks and Saints. This is interesting because the Saints have beaten the Buccaneers both times they played and hadn't been particularly close. Yeah. But neither time have they had Drew Brees. No, they had Drew Brees actually for both of them. But oh, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Well, the thing is, time, that was the, Carolina. The Buccaneers, Carolina. the first time they didn't have Antonio Brown and stuff like that. And the first, second time they had him, I think it was like his first game. Yeah. And, and Brady was just not, I don't think, he just wasn't, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He wasn't good <laughs> with yeah. all, some of those guys. But he's found it ever since. Mike Evans, thank goodness he's healthy, man. He, he's been balling out recently. Godwin had a touchdown last week. I mean, this this offense looks good. You know oh, what? No, it, to tough. me, it comes down to this. Who would I rather have in the playoffs? And oh, simply man. put, I'm taking the guy with six rings over the guy with, what, one? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Tom Brady and the Buccaneers in this one. Because it is super hard to beat someone three yeah. times in a year. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm on. Been, dare to be different. Dare to be bold. No, I, I, I'm going <laughs> to stick with my gut. Okay. I'm going to go to the Saints. All right. It's Drew. Uh, let's be real. This is Drew Brees last year. Let's, yes. let's be real. Yes, it it's his last year. I, I think he's wanting to chase that one final ring. I think he's got the guys to do it. So I'm gonna go with Saints. All right, you heard it here first. You know, in a close hey, one, not like you know. A, you know, I, I had to deal with, with the producer of ESPN Upstate. I was like, you know what? If the Browns beat the Chiefs, th- th- this 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 needs to be a promo. And he said, deal. <laughs> he said, deal. He's like, I, he's like, I'm 100 taking you up on that. So I, I've got a lot riding on it. So I'm gonna be paying attention on uh, tomorrow afternoon, on Sunday afternoon, and hopefully my dreams aren't shattered very quickly. So we. Shall hopefully see. my bills will last. So I think, I think. Well, honestly, I think I speak for America, and most people want their bills to go away. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I I'm sorry. I've been on, I just, yeah, I was wondering. I was just looking at him. I was like, "How long is he going to take before he understands what I'm talking?" I'm not talking about the football team. I realize that now. <laughs> Any final thoughts, Tim? Uh, that's it, man. Clemson basketball tonight against Virginia. In a top 16 matchup. Just some stuff going on. You know, NFL divisional weekend. And next week, we'll be talking about the champ, the AFC and NFC championships. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. So, And again, the Browns, man, let's just hope they pull off the miraculous. Who knows? Who knows? Then again, I said Tennessee would be Florida. So take, take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Anyway, that's going to do it for the show this week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Have a great week, y'all. Later. See you.